Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hasman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. It is episode 72. It's Monday night, July 5th, 2021. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Thank you for listening. Who's with me tonight? Mm, Brian's here in studio. What up, Brian? Uh, hey. And Bo is coming virtually from St. Paul, Minnesota. How's it going? What up, Bo? Let's see. What are we going to talk about tonight? I have no idea. I mean, it's the fucking NBA Finals. We got that. Uh, we'll see what everybody's been up to this week. Mm, House of Hoops can be found on Twitter. It's at House of Hoops. That's H-A-U-S. For anyone that's new. We're on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. You can call us. There's a number. It's long distance. Or maybe it's local. It's 901-365-75. You can leave a voicemail. And we'll play it on the air. Once again, we hope you enjoy tonight. What you been up to this week, man? Uh, we did the 4th of July thing yesterday mm-hmm. and kind of been shooting fireworks with the kids and swimming at, and at, at the kids. Yes. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What else? That's kind of been about it. Just doing summertime things with the kids swimming. And like I said, taking them to get ice cream and me not eating any. <laughs> Stuff like that. You sound upset. No. Okay. Drinking beer. Yeah. Uh, you been listening to any good music or uh, watching any good shows or anything? I watched some basketball a little bit, best yeah. I could. And I got uh, I'm watching the fifth season of Better Call Saul. <laughs> is that good? It's the latest season. Yeah, Better Call Saul is awesome. If you liked Breaking Bad, I don't know if you were into that. I got through like two seasons. I was like, fuck it. I really enjoyed Breaking Bad. I like like that show, and then I really enjoyed Better Call Saul. I liked Breaking Bad. I just didn't finish it. Does it get better? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the whole thing's awesome. Okay. I mean, it's it's no, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but it's it's good. Yeah. It was very popular. I know that. It seems it seems strange to me that you would watch something 
so popular. So popular. <laughs> yes, it's very off-brand for me. <laughs> I'll wait for it to come out on DVD. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. The Better Call Saul Season 5 I'm watching is a DVD. I got it from the library. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Well, when I went to the library to get that Better Call Saul DVD, yeah. it's a three three disc. <laughs> I did. They had a new copy of Paul's Boutique on vinyl, so I checked that out also. Oh, wait! The library's got borrow vinyl. Yeah, a lot of them, and they're in really great shape, and they're it's really fun. That's really fucking weird. I guess I've not been to a library in a while. You should. You should go to the library. It's not just about books. I should not go to the library because I have the internet. You're missing out. <laughs> yeah, I might be. Who has time for that? Well, when you're getting books for your kids to read at night. I don't. I certainly do. That's like the, one of the few things I have time to do is go to the library. So you bring the kids with you and you're like, everybody go get a book and meet back here in an hour. Not quite. I'm usually... All right, that's a little loud, and no, we're not getting that. And okay, let's go to the bathroom. And okay, well, if you're not going to get that because you pulled out six books, let's put these in the. Uh, and we're not going to get these books pile. And uh, you know, we didn't come here for you to play some video game that you actually don't know how you're playing. <laughs> a lot of parenting goes on, but I'm able to filter it out enough to he's flip like, through the records. I was like rubbing his forehead right now. <laughs> he's, like, he's like living it. He's like there right now. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to Brian. What's up, dude? Not much, man. What you been up to this week? Uh, working yeah. and living. That's it, man. Uh, outside of basketball, I mean, what have you been uh, You been watching TV at all or listening to music? Uh, a little bit. We started uh, after... Fourth of July celebrations yesterday. We got home. Yeah. You celebrated Fourth of July. I mean, I hit my parents' pool and we smoked some wings <laughs> and I drank some beers. We didn't shoot any fireworks or anything. Smoked some wings. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, we got home before the sun went down. Yeah. Uh, my wife turned on some some new series on one of them, Hulu or Amazon or Net, I don't know which one, Netflix, or maybe it's its own, maybe the show is its own streaming service. I don't know. Uh, but it's called Hacks. Hacks. It's about a millennial comedy writer um, who is down on her luck and out of work and goes to work for a, like a boomer comedian who was popular in the 80s mm-hmm. and who currently like like works uh, in, in Las Vegas. She has like a Las Vegas residency. And uh, we watched like two episodes of that. It was pretty funny. HBO. HBO. Okay. Cool. I didn't, hmm. realize, I didn't realize that's where we were sourcing it from. Did you like it? Yeah, it was pretty funny, you know. Oh, I mean, I wasn't, you know, I don't feel like I have to finish it, but. I'm trying to wonder if, uh, I think I might have seen this. Like, not watched it, but seen it out. Yeah. That looks familiar. I didn't roll down that street, though. Pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of, like, boomer versus millennial humor kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. HBO doesn't have a reputation of just putting shit yeah. out, though. It was a lot of, like, boomer humor bad. 
millennials lazy, <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young versus old. Sure, yeah. yeah. The two protagonists are, are bumping heads. I have a feeling by the end of the season they're going to find some common ground, though, and uh, they're going to be able to work together. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough, you know. It's going to be a hard road. But they're going to figure it out. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So, yes or no, I should watch it. Mm, let, let me let me get through a few more episodes and I'll let you know. All right. I watched The Bodyguard. Your your talk about watching 90s movies last week inspired me. Yes, Whitney Houston. Yeah, Kevin Costner. Costner. Uh, we should go down like all the Costner movies sometime. There's so many. He's got a he's got a pretty good catalog. Uh it held up. It was a good movie. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I think it was just on after. Uh, I think it was after the final games, final game of Bucks Hawks, game yeah. six. I think. Uh, I've watched I think it was that just on recently. The last few years, yeah, it's good. It's a very nineties movie. It's the Bodyguard and In the Line of Fire. Oh, that's a good like double feature. Sure, okay, good double feature. Okay, <laughs> it's a, it's a fun ride. You know, Whitney Houston's at like the she's at like the peak of her popularity. Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember that. I mean, that was movie was like a big deal. My mom had the soundtrack on cassette. All she, of that she played over and over again in the in the Honda Accord. All of our moms had that soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> it's got something for everybody. You know, it's got a little Kevin Costner being a badass for the guys, and it's got some yeah. romance with Whitney Houston for the ladies. <laughs> Why is it kind of mom be didn't have that gender specific? Yeah. What? So my mom didn't have that soundtrack. Bullshit. Yeah, she did. She was listening to John Prine and you know, cool music. She probably had it. Mm-mm. That is pretty cool. My mom listened to Michael Bolton. <laughs> yeah. My mom loves Prine and all that old country stuff. Brian's family. All day. Billy Joe Shaver. Yeah. Brian's whole we family. We talked about him. Yeah. Brian's whole family just listens to movie soundtracks. <laughs> <laughs> My mom had a lot of movie soundtracks, man. That was like the thing in the '90s, and the movie yeah. sa- soundtrack came out. It was a big deal. Like when D- when CDs came out, like uh, the first CD I think my parents had was probably uh, the Top Gun soundtrack. Oh yeah, or maybe like yeah, no, that's probably right. <laughs> she had the. She was a big fan of the Commitment soundtrack too. <laughs> that was a good movie. Sound soundtracks for whatever reason were really popular when CDs came out. Yeah, I but feel like Commitment soundtrack was really good if you wanted to hear a lot of like really, really good classic blues songs covered by uh, a bunch of whites, which should not be allowed. I mean, maybe <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think white people should be able to make money <laughs> off of blues music in any scenario whatsoever. It was the commitments really were like a precursor to blues hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blues hammer. You like real authentic blues? Jeff, what if what do you want to do this week? Uh Bo, you'll you'll be happy about this. I I, I put air in my bike tires and rode that away. Hey. Yeah. How about that? I like it. For eco friendly. No. I uh got a little exercise in. Trying to warm up my legs, trying to get a little better shape. I think that might be why I'm always 
sore in the legs and shit because all I do physically during the course of the week typically is like stand in a place and walk around. I'm never like actually really exercising my muscles, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So I'm going to give that a try, see what happens. Let's see. I found Unforgiven on Showtime. We talked about that last week. It's on Showtime. I tried to watch it after the game Wednesday. It didn't really work so well. So I I think I drank too much during the game. Couldn't hold my interest in that movie at that time. I think I just fell asleep. Mm. I watched that new movie, The Tomorrow War. You heard about this one? I have not. The new uh, action, 4th of July action thriller with Chris Pratt. Okay. It's aliens, time travel, violence, military stuff, an emotional tug and war, a classic end of the world situation. I think it tackles our ever-growing fear of the unknown future. It taps into the paranoia of mankind fragility. It's a classic blood pumper. It's a good movie. Uh, It's loud, fast, violent. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) It was a lot of fun. I wouldn't read too deeply into it. It's like... uh, Kind of like an Independence Day type situation. But I love movies and even the big, loud, dumb ones. So you guys had a good 4th of July. I don't know if I did anything else. I don't know. Just working, watching basketball. Y'all had good 4ths? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. We went, uh, took the kids to a state park and went swimming and then... Went to my in-laws and ate some 4th of July style food. And after that, hot dogs. Some, yeah, f- hot dogs, hamburgers, <laughs> and, and brats. Brats are okay. The hot dogs I don't really mess with too much. I like hot dogs. And then we went to go see some fireworks at like 10 p.m., which is super late. But yeah, it worked out. Nice and dark, though. Yes. Yeah. That's good. You know what's uh, interesting? I've never done it before, but I, I caught myself doing it last night. was driving around the interstate at night, like the 240 loop. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a, actually a pretty cool way to take in the fireworks. Mm. Everywhere you're going, you're just seeing fireworks all over the city. Uh, it's actually kind of cool. I just kind of drove around the interstate for like an extra 10 minutes than I needed to. Get a little playlist going in the car. <laughs> the fireworks going off. Could be a good time. Yeah. You blaring Born in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by Party in the USA. <laughs> it was enjoyable. It's like, oh shit, there's like fire. You could see fireworks going off all over the goddamn mm-hmm. place. It's pretty cool. Different way of taking it in. Let's see, what else are we going to talk about? Bo, you said you got some hoops in this week, huh? A little bit. Not not as much as I need to, but mm. as much as I could. You're going to have to let me know which game you watched when we uh, get there. But first, I think we should do some news. Jeff, you want to check this beer out? Yeah, let's get a Let's beer go going here first. Bo, did you, you saw those uh, Ham's glasses. 
I sent you a picture of, right? That was cool. So your parents picked them up. Yeah. They were uh, doing a little USA tour, going and seeing all their old friends, I guess. And uh, he, they found those, I guess, in some kind of antique store or something, those Ham's glasses. So my dad hooked it up, picked them up. Nice. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out, Pops. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to Greg. go check out. I'm, He's probably I'm, listening. <laughs> I'm sure there's uh, some antique stores up here that have uh, yeah. some hams. Those are cool glasses. I think they're like, I don't know, maybe 10-ounce glasses. Tiny. Hmm. What are we drinking here? What is this? Drank a bunch of these yesterday, or uh, not a bunch, a couple of these yesterday. <laughs> like 40 of them. At, uh, at, at my parents' house. Uh, Prairie Artisan Ales Spicy Pickle Monster. All right. It's got a little sour, got a little pickle, got a I'll, little fruit. I don't know about Pickle Monster, but I'll try it. Cheers. Yep. That's refreshing. That's not bad. I do get the pickle. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. It reminds me kind of a little bit of that hatch me outside beer because i get the spice right mm-hmm. away but yeah. then i'm getting i'm getting like the pickle chaser after yeah, it's there. got some heat it's like a interesting it's good sour ale with spicy dill pickles orange lemon and lime i like it i like this brewery prairie i think they're in a oklahoma okay i got some good beers the prairie fields of oklahoma yeah man they do a lot of the sour beers which i like so it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a couple uh, more weird beers for us to try later. Yeah. All right, Bo. What's on the top of the news docket this week? Uh, there's kind of a lot. I guess Yeah. the Giannis injury, I would say that was... That was pretty big. Yeah. Uh, that shit, we, like, I don't know. First initial reactions... Like, that shit went sideways. <laughs> it's not good. It looked disgusting. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to look. It looked like he ruined his knee. Mm-hmm. But I guess no major tears or... Yeah, it's structurally like sound. Yeah. But it's just, I'm sure it hurts. Yeah. You got to think that it's, like, weaker. I don't know if you've ever sprained a joint, but your, your joint's going to be weak. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a liability. Like it looked like he he came back on the court, and it would look like he was going to try to play or some mm-hmm. shit. Or like no, probably had adrenaline going. Yeah, was probably feeling okay. I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad yeah. he hasn't played. Yeah, I don't know if he needs to play. He's still a young guy. Mm-hmm. He's got a big career ahead of him. I don't know if it's worth it to risk it. Yeah, it's the finals though, man. Right, I get that. Like, what are they going to do though? I mean, what? Seriously, like if he blows his knee out does tear ligaments yeah. because he plays like how bad is that i mean i think the i think the worry there is they i mean they didn't actually say what the they said that he hyperextended his knee mm-hmm. but they i mean they said that there was no structural damage they didn't actually say an injury they didn't say like what what was actually wrong with his knee other than he hyperextended it mm-hmm. uh, my, my concern would be that if he comes back he overcompensates and injures something else right his other leg yeah yeah uh, my main concern would be that that knee is weak and it just goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's talking about trying to play in the finals, man. Yeah. I mean, with no announcement of any specific injury, I mean, maybe maybe the only thing in his way is pain. 
Maybe that's, you know. I guess he's made strides over the week to try to get back. He uh, he was excused from media availability today. Mm. So if you're not... So if you're not going to media, then how are you going to play? Yeah. They just did it because they didn't want him to have to answer the questions. He's going to answer the same question over and over and over and over again. Yeah. I don't think he should play. I think he should play. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. I think he should play. Michael Jordan would play. Yeah, probably. It's the finals, dude. Kobe would play. Michael Jordan's also not a seven-footer. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you want to save this for later, but – you you've talked in the past about how the Bucks need to they need to use Giannis differently. Yeah, and maybe this is that opportunity. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the Bucks have looked pretty good with Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. They've looked great. They are actually using the whole team, mm-hmm. not just going through Giannis for everything. Yeah, I mean they're using Brooke Lopez in the post. Yeah, it's been really actually really cool and fun to watch. Yeah, Jeff Teague's getting some action. Mm-hmm. Middleton's had good games. Bobby Portis. Yeah. It's actually been a lot of fun and a, a totally different team, mm-hmm. which is kind of what I've been hinting at. Is like, yeah. Giannis, they do too much through fucking Giannis. Mm-hmm. He should be filling in the gaps as a player. And I think they, everything goes through Giannis, it seems like. Uh, yeah, it's a good experiment for sure. I mean, throw him in the post, and if he if he if he needs to kick it out, it kicks it out. Mm-hmm. That's a good team. Mm-hmm. There's not it's not a bad team. They're in the finals. Obviously, they're not a bad team. But I don't know if they can beat the Suns without Giannis. What, I don't know. I think the Suns are the best team. No, I agree. They're the healthiest team. Yeah, <laughs> healthiest. I don't know if they would have lost. I don't know if they lose even if Giannis is healthy. I mean, from a just from a pure basketball standpoint, mm-hmm. which is why I watch these games. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I don't watch them because the ratings might not be high. No, or the ratings will be high. I don't give a fuck about the ratings yeah, or yeah. what anybody else thinks. I watch what yeah. I want to watch. It's a good matchup. It's a good fun matchup. Yeah, I agree. What are you thinking, Bo? Uh, as far as the matchup goes, I, the matchup I, and Giannis, just everything. Obviously, obviously, I wish Giannis was healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre-pandemic, the last two seasons before that, I made it a point to go to the Bucks home game mm-hmm. when they were here in Minnesota, just to see him in person because he's like he can just get from like half court and two steps to the rim. <laughs> I've never seen him live. I don't think I saw him twice. I get pretty good seats the first, second time. I think I'll see if I can find that picture. I'll send it to you. Yeah, but you know, if in a vacuum with Giannis healthy, I guess that this is a great matchup. It's how do they match up in the regular season? I feel like they went to overtime one game. Yeah, it looks like they played February tenth. It was one twenty four, one twenty five Suns, and then Ooh. April nineteenth, it was one twenty eight, one twenty seven Suns in overtime. <laughs> Yeah, Suns, awesome. Suns won both those games by one point. What are we thinking? Six games? And they're extremely high scoring games. I mean, the, the second game was a, like Bo said, was an overtime game, but yeah. the first game wasn't. It was 125 to 124. It's close. I want to watch the shit out of that for seven games. Yeah. You think it'll <laughs> yeah, be seven? 
I'm looking forward to, again, I wish Giannis was healthy. And under normal circumstances, I feel like I want the Bucks to win, but this is Chris Paul's, this is his chance. And yeah, it would be interesting to see him win this title and the narrative on him is just totally different forever. You know, this is this is a life changing series for Chris Paul. Yeah, Not that it would be life changing for Giannis, but this is it for Chris Paul. My, you know, it's like the, like you don't get to the final, you don't get back to the finals. You just don't. Not only is it Chris Paul winning a championship, but he's viewed as the leader of the team in winning a championship. Right. That would be huge. It would be changing. It would be altering. Well, and the Suns haven't made the playoffs in 10 years prior to this run. Right. Yeah, I agree. I'm looking over stats for those two games. In the first game they played on February 10th, Giannis had 47 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. Um, Mercedes Fillin Middleton had 18 points, 11 assists. You got Brooke Lopez, White Dante with 10. (laughs) Bryn Bryn Forbes, 17 points. Suns had Chris Paul with 28, Booker with 30. Okay. Big game from Giannis. Game yeah. two, the overtime game, Giannis had 33, Middleton 26. What about Jay Crowder? How many minutes did he play in that game? In game two, I'm showing Jay Crowder had 30 minutes, nine points, three rebounds, two assists. Okay. Aiden had 20 and 13, Booker had 24. Uh-huh. Uh, game one... Let's look at Crowder. Yeah. To get to your point. Crowder had 26 minutes, 6 points, 14 rebounds. Okay. I like Crowder. It's kind of the X factor in this series for Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Mikel Bridges. Mikel, I haven't we haven't seen a lot of like we haven't seen any standout games, I feel like from Mikel Bridges in mm-hmm. the in the playoffs. Yeah. Like he's, he's super kind of due. Quiet. He's super yeah. due for like a bust out. I think some of that's nerves. Maybe these guys, these Suns players, are really young. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, Chris Paul can get them all ready, and Monty Williams get them all like in their right headspace for that first couple games. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, all eyes are on with that team. All eyes, all eyes are on Chris Paul and Aiton and Booker, mm-hmm. especially when Chris Paul was out. Yeah, it was the Aiton and Booker show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Mikel's do. He could have a breakout game. I mean, but he's I feel like on that team he's gonna be the guy who he's gonna be the open man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's gotta get his just get his points where he can find them. He's just gotta make his shots. Yeah. Hopefully he's not nervous or his head's in the wrong place. He can bust out. Yeah. But okay, so who's guarding Giannis if he plays for Phoenix? It's Crowder, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah. Probably, depending on how how they try to use him with his injury and all that. Anything else on uh, Giannis? That was the topic of the news. Was the Giannis injury? Mm-hmm. Oh, you think he should play? I I, I have no idea. If it, you uh, were the head coach or you were the management. GM. What would your what would your position be? Or uh, let's get your position from a teammate. Or if you're Giannis, like, what are you thinking? If the knee feels fifty percent, I guess. And 
<laughs> go for it, I suppose, but you you run the risk of getting further injured or mm-hmm. catastrophic. You know, you saw Kev, what happened to Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. He ruptured his Achilles. You know, you don't want to put somebody in that position. I'm not leaving this topic until you say whether or not he play. You would play him. You forward I, or against I, it? I'm against it. I guess if I don't, I, I don't know all the details. I mean, we know what the media is saying, but yeah. whether or not that's truthful or reliable, but I, I would say probably take the first game off and see how he feels. Give him a little bit more rest because you can lose. You can he could play and they could still lose a game. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. These games are really spread apart in the finals. It's several days between games. So maybe the first two games in Phoenix, he really doesn't need to play because maybe they're not going to win those anyway. But if they were going to try to get ahead in the series, those are the ones to get. Mm. It's tough. And maybe throw them out there for 10 minutes, see what happens. What if you, yeah, what if you like Willis read them and just start him? Let him get a couple and pump the team up. Four minutes, Burts. All right, you played four minutes, sit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. It's a tough situation for Milwaukee and Giannis. I'm sh- there's no question he wants to play. Yeah. There's no question. The kid wants to play. There's probably other people telling him he shouldn't. Let's see. I got a news topic. All right. Paul George criticism. Did you guys look at this at all over the week? I have not paid any attention to Paul George criticism. I didn't dive into it, but it looks like you did. Well, I noticed it, and it was around. There was a lot of talk in different outlets. The criticism is Paul George falling short in the playoffs. His team on the Pacers, Indiana, they fell short to LeBron in the Heat and the Cavs when they were all in the Eastern Conference. The Clippers didn't exactly live up to their hype last season. Basically, he hasn't been able to get past anyone in the playoffs, really, like Paul George. He's one of the highest-paid players in the league. That's the criticism, and that's where it's coming from. I'm going to tell you what Paul George said. He said he does understand the criticism, and that's the honest truth. It's a fact. But he can't worry about that. It comes with the job, I guess. I still try to go and dominate. And so I'm beyond that. You know what I mean. I am who I am. I wish I could shoot 80%, 75% on a nightly basis, but it's not realistic. That's what he said. So he, he's taking the heat for all the losses. Indiana never got past anybody. The debate is whether or not it's warranted. Is it fair to criticize Paul George or not? He is one of the highest paid players in the league. So you kind of ask for it. Like Once you're the highest paid player in the league, or one of them, then you're more scrutinized. You're more under the microscope. You're not flying under the radar. I compare it to like a millionaire business owner. And so you're, you're, you're making tons of money and maybe your business isn't living up to the expectations, 
or the price of your product. You're going to be criticized as a business, as a business owner. So I don't understand why an NBA superstar would be any different. It is a business. You are the business. You're the owner, the employee. You're the whole thing. DeMarcus Cousins said the internet controls the narrative about players. It's becoming foolish. So Cousins is basically saying uh, all the people on the internet are just trolling Paul George. They're controlling the narrative. It's not fair. It's stupid. Well, the, the internet controls the narrative of everything. Mm-hmm. If you let it get to you, then it controls everything. It, there's always going to be people on the internet talking. I don't know what DeMarcus Cousins thinks is like special just about Paul George or players in general. The internet controls everything. <laughs> if you let it, if you let it, like if you're reading into it and letting it feed you. I mean, it's not just players either. It's coaches, it's owners. Sure is. Organization, governors. Oh, sorry. I, I did say, fuck. I said owners. We're still in the leeway period. They're changing that name. I missed that. Still have some grace. Listen, you you should not call NBA team owners owners. They own the team. You're supposed to call them governors. Yeah, they own the team, but they don't own the the players. Yeah, it's a weird thing. So, in relation to players, you call them governors. They're trying to get away from it, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's still an owner of there's still an owner just, of every other business out there. Well, yeah, but you don't. Yeah, but you call them employees. So Paul George is an employee. Big deal. Uh, I mean, I totally understand. It's just, I mean, I'm, it's the internet. I'm, it's the internet. <laughs> I'm for being PC and making everybody feel comfortable. But right. Just call them employees. Then the, I think it's done. Employees and employers. It's not like if you're working at a like a, let's say like a like a a hospital that's run by local government or county. You know, there's not somebody that owns regional one right okay there's not an owner of that there's so right but when you're working for fedex and i guess fred smith is the ceo he's not the owner yeah but i, I mean he, he does i mean he started the company right so you could use it on a, a sm- that's different because it's like a public publicly, publicly traded shared deal. yeah mm-hmm. publicly traded company it's not a private business but if you went to a, on a smaller scale, like a restaurant, NBA teams, NBA teams are a private business. You can't right, buy like you the, can't buy stock in the Lakers. Right, like a restaurant. Some some restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, I think the criticism is fair on Paul George. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they're just being sensitive about it. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have Kawhi, and maybe they beat the Suns if they have Kawhi. But you're also making $50 million a year. <laughs> and your agent and you got together and decided that that was what you wanted to make, mm-hmm. what you were worth. So, yeah, dude, you're making half of the team payroll. You're going to get criticized when your business, i.e., you, aren't living up to the expectations. It's crazy to think that there, there would be no repercussions for losing in the playoffs. Over and over and over. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it just blows my mind that he's even questioning like why he's being criticized. Nobody's asking you to shoot eighty percent from the yeah. field, dude. Like, I mean, if he so if he <laughs> if he wins over and over and over again. Does yeah. he say, oh, well, it's not fair to call me, like, the greatest of all time. Like, that's not fair. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everybody praise me all the time when yeah. I win all the time? Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Take less money. People will probably look at you differently. Or win. <laughs> or just win. <laughs> Take less money, and you can have better players around you, and not just yeah. have it be, like, two guys, and then... Whatever else is left, yeah, for I mean, the <laughs> fucking like fill in the roster, yeah. And it's not it's not like it's life or death either, you know. No, it's not. He's living a great life. Yeah, he could he could handle this situation probably a lot differently. Like I got. I'll see you next year. Yeah, the hunger and the fight. Yeah, stays I mean, within the the criticism is fair. He's not. It's not yeah. like he was criticized for. You know, people get so sensitive for changing his view on dude, coronavirus if, protocols. Dude, you if, know, he's not fucking Dr. Fauci, dude. He's not getting like death threats and shit. <laughs> if we were getting paid outlandishly at our job more than anybody ever mm-hmm. in the history of restaurants, right? And we were putting a bad product out, mm-hmm. and the money, like, I don't know, it's just not living up to expectations. Like, there's going to be fucking criticism. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Welcome to the fucking real world. Yeah. You know what? The whole thing about the internet controlling the narrative is just foobar. Turn your phone off and enjoy Cancun, man. You know? (laughs) Enjoy your $50 million you made this year. It's insane. Enjoy your private chefs in Cancun. Mm. You know know who, uh, who really thinks the criticism of Paul George is fair? Ben Simmons. <laughs> ben Simmons is like, thank God. <laughs> it really Somebody did. took the spotlight off of me. <laughs> it really did. I mean, the the internet moved on yeah. from Ben Simmons uh, when the next team got eliminated. But you know who's not getting criticized at all? Anybody on Atlanta. Yeah. You know why? Because they weren't supposed to fucking be there. Mm-hmm. They were underdogs. There were no expectations. Nobody's criticizing Atlanta. There's no max players on that team either. <laughs> it's a little different. If Trey Young gets maxed out and they never get further than they did this year, there there will be Sure, the narrative will change. There will be criticism eventually. I had Kawhi Leonard news, but that was Wednesday. And that was before they were knocked out. Wow. Basically, it just said he was out for the remainder of the Western Conference Finals. At least we had like some kind of update, was what I was thinking. It's like, oh, that's the first thing we've heard about Kawhi since he got hurt, since they played Dallas. But uh, that doesn't matter anymore. I've got a funny news story. All right, we'll have it. While we're busting up on players right now, here I'll, I'll take I'll take the spotlight spotlight off of Spot, you real quick. Spotlight, spotlight. I'll take the spotlight off of you real quick. PG. <laughs> this is just something funny I saw. Uh, the headline is uh, Dennis Schroeder wants to play for Germany now if they made the Olympics. <laughs> Apparently he <laughs> he his excuse for not playing in the qualifiers where he was he hadn't signed his contract yet. 
you know, he's up for a contract and uh-huh. he didn't think he was going to be able to get a insurance policy big enough to cover him if he oh. got injured before he signed his deal. Right. Well, now uh, Germany is qualified for the Olympics. Okay. <laughs> they have. After watching all the team's qualifying games in Croatia, Schroeder told German outlet uh, Zeit Online, Zeit Online, I believe, mm-hmm. that he was inspired and wants to suit up mm-hmm. <laughs> in Tokyo. I'm sure he does. And Germany is going to let him play because he's an NBA player, right? So he would have apparently he would have to be on as an injury replacement. Oh, so someone would have to get injured or and kicked off the team for him to play. They'll make it happen. I mean, I I don't think that's very fair, but yeah, it could probably happen. Yeah, it's kind of a dick move. Yeah, like you didn't you haven't been here for practices or team building exercises mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah, that's weird. I'm not sure what to think of him. Like, as a person or player. I think he's unvaccinated, so. He's really into that fucking, like, big baller lifestyle, I think. I mean, he made a he made a bet on himself. Yeah. I feel like it panned out. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was a. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a funny story. Oh, wait. I do want to play now. Yeah. Oh, you guys made the Olympics? You guys qualified? Yeah, he didn't want to put the work in. Yeah. I'll, I'll suit up now. It is funny, but definitely not fair. We'll see what they do. You got you to keep tabs on that. Right. We got to follow up with that. Sure. I want to know now. Oh, that's a story that I want to hear more about in the future. Whether or not he plays. Anything else in the news this week, Bo? I mean, there's been a ton of stuff about, like, the NBA draft and uh, more than – we can handle it at House of Hoops more than we need to handle. You can get that shit at the races ESPN if you want it. <laughs> races ESPN. I don't know. I can't. Like, we don't have. That's not what this podcast is for, going through every single player that's going into the draft. No, I and I don't know enough about these prospects. We watch the league as it is, typically. Like yeah, and the, and the draft has gotten, at least the draft prospects for me have gotten less and less familiar as things have evolved. Mm-hmm. It's tough. So I, th- I think the I think we could we could do an hour on the NCAA. You mm. know, finally letting players get get compensated for their image and likeness and sponsored by, you know, local car dealerships or whatever they're going to sponsor them with. Man, oh man, what a time! I'm happy. I think for that's players. great. I think it's great too. Yeah, I agree. I'm happy. I don't for see. All those I don't dudes. see. The only downside I see is. Oh wait, there is no downside. The only downside I see is influence. Players being influenced. But they were already influenced through through a underground market. So. Yeah, I now feel it's like, just more out in the open. I feel at least if there's going to be influence, there's a paper trail, and. That's more reputable nine times out of ten. If so, I'll at least say that. I'm just looking forward to the first college player to be endorsed by a mega church. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking more along the lines of being influenced by like uh, shaving points and shit like that. Because now, when a NCAA player shows up with a bunch of fucking money, 
there's there can be a cover up for it. And then, well, they could. There could be so he could be working for Tillman. Uh, not that he could work for Fertitta, but somebody that's mob connected. Whatever it know. is, whoever's paying players to shave points or lose games, whatever. Yeah, it is. It's now like, it's more. It's now you can hide it more. Yeah, like Chicago it's, PD sponsors this guy, and all of a sudden he's throwing games. Yeah, it's like I knew they were corrupt. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, no, I, I don't I just, know if that stuff even happens anymore. <laughs> I feel like we're talking about something that used to happen back in the eighties. Look, I'm just trying to write the righteous gemstone season three here. <laughs> I love That's the gemstones. Uncle baby Billy. <laughs> that is a beautiful shot. That yeah. would be great if the gemstones <laughs> sponsored a player. Start paying NCAA players. That'd be University incredible. of South Carolina football players. <laughs> They get some big old linemen up there shaking and sweating. I love it. I'm for it. That's a storyline that could that could go on forever. Oh, it would be amazing. Uh there there is a uh NCAA player that signed a two million dollar deal. Okay. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Is it that it's two million dollars over uh four years. Masterpiece kid. It is Masterpiece kid. Hersey Miller. Nice. He is a basketball player at, or he will be a basketball player at Tennessee State. That is He'll awesome. be a freshman next season. He needs to deal with technology company Web Apps America that is worth two million over four years. That is awesome. Five hundred thousand. I can do math. That's what a G League player <laughs> makes. Yeah. Hey Brian, I'm opening this beer. It says uh. Brunch, please, <laughs> from a brewery here in Memphis called Ghost River Brewing Company. It's a blueberry maple pancake sour ale. Five percent sounds delicious. Pour me up some. Yeah, this is happening. Bo, look at this. Let me see. What uh, is the ABV on that? Five. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean it's a sour, so it's probably not super hoppy. Oh, this, um, yeah. It's not like this was a sample percent. given to us at our job. Nice. <laughs> Pierre loves dropping off the samples. Shout out, Pierre. Shout out, Pierre. He's a pretty good beer rep. He's always like, hey, I got something in the car for you. Yes. <laughs> He's the best beer rep I've ever had, hands down. Pour it up. I just want to point out that uh, Hersey Miller said that he was, he was saving most of the money, but his one splurge, uh-huh. he was going to buy himself a new Tesla. <laughs> so he probably has a deal with Tesla <laughs> that hasn't been announced yet. <laughs> oh, he's just balling out. You don't give a shit. That's fucking awesome. Oh, man. I can smell this beer like, like a college it. kid that's busting his ass and he's one of the best in the country. Like he deserves to have some kind of fucking pimp ass ride or something. Yeah, I mean, coaches coaches sign these deals. You right. know, coaches can yeah. coaches can leave at the drop of a hat and go to a different school. That's mm-hmm. what I like about the the one time waiver as well. I think it's excellent. You can you can use a waiver one time mm-hmm. to go play for a different school. Coaches yeah. can do it. That's super valuable now. Yeah. Like follow the money. Like if you want to say players can't do it, don't let coaches. Coaches should sit out a year. <laughs> Make a coach sit out a year if he takes another job. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Treat him like a child. <laughs> you just look at like John Calipari's Instagram and he's just at the beach for a year. <laughs> He's just recruiting for a yeah, year. Yeah, pretty much. Cheers, blueberries. I can smell a sap mm-hmm. syrup. Oh man, yeah. 
Oh, that tastes like syrup. That's funny. Ghost River's in the syrup sour business. It tastes like syrups and blueberries. Yeah, that's a mouth of pancake beer. Yeah, I don't know about that, man. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I want one. Like, one time. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It is. A, it's a strong syrup aftertaste, <laughs> man. I'm tasting more syrup than anything. That is super fucking weird. I cut back on the syrup a little bit. Uh, if, if it, it does not me. taste like beer at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like breakfast. Mmm, brunch. <laughs> the Kansas brunch, please. Brunch, please. <laughs> <laughs> Bo, you having hams tonight? <laughs> I actually have. Look at that. A hams. And then I, I had this... Uh, some kind of IPA. Anything else in the news, Clark? Was that your one thing you're bringing to the table? That's it. That's all I got. Okay. No, uh, no, no other coaching hires, right? McMillan, McMillan got, got promoted. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he got his. Yeah. Nate McMillan. He secured oh. the bag. Yeah. We knew that was coming. Come on. It's hardly even worth mentioning. Did they announce a number? I just saw four years. Yeah. No. Okay. Head coach. The title is what counts. Yeah. Interested to see what the money is. And if he would have gotten more money if he'd played Cam Reddish more. <laughs> I don't think so. Probably not. I got a I pulled a Nate McMillan basketball card this week. <laughs> I saw that. that was awesome. <laughs> I sent it to I thought I sent it to both of you, maybe just yeah. both. No, I saw it. Yeah. Sonics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bought Five packs of 93, 94 Fleer Ultras, Series 1 basketball card. I was looking for a Jordan. No Jordans. No. Got some Bill Cartwrights and Horace Grants. There you go. No Jordans. You can get a, you can get a Scotty Pippen. He was in the news this past week. I got a good Hakeem Olajuwon. one. No Pippins, but I got a Hakeem Olajuwon one and a Carl Malone. <laughs> I just threw the Carl Malone one away. <laughs> <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> I just threw it away. Uh, <laughs> Scotty, yeah, Scotty. It's all over the place. I feel like that's, I don't know. Do you want to get into that? <laughs> I can't remember. We didn't talk about it last week, did we? I have no idea I think, what's going I on, think Scotty. That, I, think I don't that even care. I think that came He's out got Monday. a book coming out. And that's a whiskey. What's going on? What's going on? Too. He's promoting whiskey, and he has a book coming out, and he's calling, he's throwing everybody under the bus to promote it. He threw shade at Charles Barkley, Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson. Called Phil Jackson a racist because he wanted Tony Kukoc to take the last shot, not Scottie Pippen. And that game during, if you had watched it, Bo, you would know what we were talking about, the Last Dance documentary. Oh, sure. I can't believe you haven't fucking watched that yet. (laughs) It seriously blows my fucking mind. It's like one of the best documentaries in the history of basketball. (laughs) It's honestly embarrassing. It's kind of embarrassing. You've watched that. You've watched Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, but not The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan fucking documentary. It's like the one thing that our entire peer group did, like, like together during the pandemic. (laughs) No, in in an era of basketball greatness. It was. It was that documentary was like the one ray of light. (laughs) I was like, ah, fuck that shit. 
Too many people are watching it. <laughs> I don't so believe ridiculous. the hype. Dude, just you just watch one episode this week and tell me you couldn't watch the second one, dude. We would show up to work on Monday and we'd all be like, Oh watch? my god, did you watch did you last night's it? episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. Bo You got a lot of explaining to do. You're being <laughs> <laughs> this, this criticism is very justified oh 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 he's got, uh, here comes the criticism here's a point the here <laughs> coming right at you <laughs> let me point the la- laptop at you're Brian. getting paid entirely too much <laughs> it's true to be this disappointing <laughs> <laughs> there is zero expectation on this podcast i think i've already got a sugar rush from this beer it's pretty awesome <laughs> Do some jumping jacks. Yeah. Hmm. All right. What the hell else? Nothing. Not on the news. I can't. I mean, mm. we touched on racist ESPN, so we don't need to go any further on that. Yeah, I don't really care about all that. Yeah. I mean, no, ESPN is a fucking w- terrible. I'll say this, this is an outkick. We don't need to bag on ESPN. It's a terrible corporation. Even, like I've tried to watch the job. And I'm just, I just can't even watch the jump. I, I just, I, I was texting you guys about the, the Suns game and it was a great game, but the commercials make it just unwatchable and the commentate, it's just, ESPN's terrible. Yeah, it's not good. I, st- I kind of stopped watching, like you said, the, the routine at work in the morning would be come in and you turn on, like you get there at eight o'clock in the morning, eight thirty. you turn on sports center, sports center comes on six fucking times just on a loop and you watch that until there's like a day baseball game or something that comes on, you know, or if it's Thursday through Sunday, you kick on the golf channel, you know, like NBC sports in the Um, morning or the golf channel. Yeah. I like those. MLB network is really good with quick pitch in the morning. That's a really good one. Okay. But yeah, like sports center, you, you get highlights. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's some talking head stuff at least, you know, five, six years ago. But it was a lot of highlights. You get the top ten, you get the not top ten. They're you know recapping games, and now instead of Sports Center, you get the Talking Head shows. You get the uh, what is it, Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith. And, well, yeah, I mean, and then on ESPN two, it's it's the same show with just different people. Yeah, Wait, what happened to the fucking highlights? Yeah, and so for instance, in a in a restaurant where we're where we're listening to music over the PA, we just have the TVs on. On silence. It's just pictures of people's faces yeah, on the screen. Just for and hours. you don't know what they're saying. Yeah. What happened to just going over yesterday's yeah. highlights? Just show me the highlights. Like for a few hours. Yeah. Because they have to pay all these fucking people. Yeah. They get, it got it's getting worse. The world needs something new. Like something where it's getting back to the basics. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to the fundamentals of sports. Like if ESPN just had, if one of their 10 channels or whatever was just sports <laughs> center, they just had a sports like center channel. It was like 1990s sports center? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Everybody would fucking watch. I would just watch, I just, I just want to watch highlights on a loop. Yeah. You Everybody know? would watch. Oh, did you see this? Mm-hmm. I saw that earlier. Yeah. On the last hour. Hang on. Check Hang it out. On. It's been an, it's been an hour. <laughs> it's about to come back on. Like that's what we would do. Yeah. You wake up in the morning, even if you're not at work or whatever, and you throw on sports center and you get the highlights from yesterday. It's what you do. It's what yeah. you want. Maybe they feel like all the highlights are getting 
ripped early and they're on the internet, but mm-hmm. I think there's still a market for the TV. I mean, I have to Twitter. catch highlights. I have Twitter, yeah. but I still want to watch Sports Center. You're not going to see all the highlights on Twitter because yeah. the feed—that's not just not how it works. Right? Yeah. You're not going to. I don't see follow. Everything. I don't follow every single team's right Twitter account. You know. Yeah. Can we get back to the fucking basics here? Yeah. I, I mean, it's this. I mean, the the same thing is happening in news media. Sucks. You know, it fucking sucks. Everything's it's the same opinions. Thing. It's yeah. There's no actual sports news. Yeah. It's all opinions. Just just tell me what happened. Yeah. It's and I too like much. Anal- I like analysis if it's good, but there's no good analysis anymore. It's, it's like a team. You can't have too many of the same player on one team. Right now, ESPN has 30 of the same player, mm-hmm. and those are, players are shows. It's 30 of the same shows. Yeah. And it's no... I guess that's what market research shows them that people want. It's got to be something like that, but fuck, man. Can we just get some highlights like every hour? Or, or let, let's do it like every other hour is like a 30-minute highlight show. And maybe the highlight show is different. It's like different highlights. I don't know. And maybe you don't have to force hosts onto the show. Yeah. I mean, we used to like we'd you'd go out of the you'd go out of your way to watch like inside stuff. It came on once a week. God, man, what happened to inside stuff? I mean, you couldn't pay me to watch the jump. <laughs> like, I don't mind the jump, but like that just, that shit in the morning with Stephen A. Like, I don't care about that. Yeah, is that the jump? No, the jump is Nichols, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Rachel Nichols. Yeah, the. What's the a racist? <laughs> what's the? I don't think she's a racist. I think she's like more like she's worked there and she's just like, give me a fucking break. Yeah, I think she. I think she felt slighted and and maybe, yeah, probably, maybe you know deservedly so. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's, it looks. Pretty I would say and it came out very very poorly. It looks pretty obvious that she was slighted. Yeah, but. She also didn't mean to say any of that shit right. in public. I mean, you know. She's just bitching. She's Scotty Pippen. <laughs> she's going to take that last shot. She was just complaining that she was getting fucking screwed again for whatever reason. And then uh, she didn't, like, go on a show and, like, say it like Pippen's doing. <laughs> Pippen's, like, going on shows and, and talking about how he got screwed and how yeah. everybody else is, it's everybody else's fault. Just making shit up to sell books. What she did was supposed to be like behind closed doors. It was like an intimate conversation and, uh, it just came out, got leaked out. Right. Because everybody at ESPN is, you can't trust anyone apparently. Right. It's like, <laughs> everybody's a, looking out for their own interests. It's like fucking succession over there, dude. <laughs> Somebody should like go undercover at ESPN and like really fun. Like, I guess it's all kind of coming out anyway, but mm-hmm. like I got hired at ESPN and he's like just writing a story about ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> like all the interwebbings. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be awesome. I would read that book mm-hmm. <laughs> behind sports news. Or something. <laughs> I got nothing right now. I think uh, the la- the laptop's moving. I think Bo's going to get a hams or 
Bo's on a mission. Where are you going? I'm <laughs> getting a ham. You're creeping the shit out of me. He just came out of the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck all that shit. Yeah, ESPN sucks. Whatever. Yeah. I want Sports Center back all day. Get off my lawn. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, the Cubs lost again. <laughs> they hit the wall, didn't they? Got a little too uh, excited. I don't. I don't think they've won a game. They threw that combined no hitter, and I don't think they've won a game since. They went into a series with the Brewers uh, last Monday, <clears throat> three games behind in the division. So they needed. They sweep the Brewers. They're tied. Uh, they instead got swept by the Brewers, and then I believe they got swept by the Reds. <laughs> and they lost thirteen to two to the Phillies tonight. How did your How did your baseball parlay go? I hit one last week. This week, not so good. I mean, I did a two day parlay. Oh, dude, I really just wanted are... to pick. Dude, the Cubs got slaughtered. You didn't even say that it was thirteen to three. I just said, oh, I said thirteen to two. <laughs> oh, standings. Yeah, they're bad, bad. Overall, I love the standings. I just want to. I just want to show where they just show the standings. <laughs> <laughs> the White Sox are in sixth, and my other team, the Giants, are in first motherfucking place. Giants have been good. I've been winning money on them. They've been really good. Oakland's not doing too bad. They're sneaky good. That B- Buster Posey came back this year. Oakland's he in took the top last ten. Year off, so top ten. Atlanta, I've been winning a little bit money uh, betting on Atlanta. They're like, uh, they might be a little bit of an underdog, a sneaky team. They were kind of like a, they were a big big target last year, but I thought they'd be better last year. Mm-hmm. They got a good young team. Because two years ago, or two or three years ago, they were really good. They got a, they got, they got a good young team. They were good. They were good last year. Playoff team. They've been good the past two years. Yeah, your Oakland guys are good. They're just in the same division as Houston, and Houston's really good. The Twins. What was that movie with the Twins? Uh, uh, twins? No. Schwarzenegger and... Not Twins, the Danny baseball Vito. team. It was a movie with the Twins, right? Really? The Twins? Baseball team? There was a hockey movie called Mighty Ducks. Are you thinking of Major League with the Cleveland Indians? No. Are you thinking of Moneyball with the Oakland A's? Ask me another. Are you thinking of Oh yeah. Angels in the outfield? With no, the motherfucker. I, I'm thinking of Little Big League oh. from 1994. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I'm it up on Rotten Tomatoes here. What's yeah. your guess? Not good. Jonathan Silverman, the dude from Weekend at Bernie's, he was in it. <laughs> the audience score is fifty three percent. So those that went to watch it were baseball fans, so they could they could dig it. The tomato meter was thirty one percent. Yeah, well, that skewed. So everybody on Rotten Tomatoes is an asshole. <laughs> It's true. And then uh, you might also like Sinbad and First Kid. 
Well, <laughs> will I now? <laughs> Watch Little Big League on Amazon Prime. Mm. We were talking about Kevin Costner. He's in a good baseball movie. Yeah, uh, Bill Durham. <laughs> Is that it? He's in like a lot of them. I was going to say for love of the game. Oh. <laughs> there was another one, too. I think it was called Field of Dreams. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think Kevin Costner really likes baseball. He likes sports movies. Who was in Bill he was Durham? In, uh, Costner, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was in the... He likes guys, guys, movies. Yeah, he was in the classic NFL film Draft Day. I want my picks back, and I want goddamn David Putney. Oh, okay. Yeah, I faintly remember that one. It's not good. I've seen it like five times. (laughs) The budget was $25 million, and the box office was (laughs) (laughs) $29.5. Ask me what Bo Callahan's teammates said about him. Does he do like a old Midwest accent? He's he's like the GM of the uh, the Browns. Oh, okay. But he has like a slight Boston accent. It's kind of weird. Mm. I don't know if I can do any more of this pancake breakfast. Yeah, I'm not finishing that. Right. <laughs> it's a big one too. It's like a fucking yeah. It's a 16 ouncer. It's a pint. What else you got in there? Pull out that uh. Other sour. Yeah. What is yeah? It's a rogue. Ooh. Yeah, this might be okay. Bo, this is a uh rogue raspberry tartlandia. It's, I didn't know rogue was going sour. Everybody's like going think, sour, dude. It's the way of the I, future. Way of the future. I know I'm just going back in time drinking hams. Hand harvested salt from Newport's Yaquana Bay. Let's try this. And on the can it says dare, risk, dream. Oh, yeah. I think that's like Rogue's uh, slogan. Yeah. Do you remember when everybody was drinking that arrogant bastard ale? I was like, oh, it's so good. It's like, no, it's not. You're drinking it because it's called arrogant bastard. <laughs> You're drinking it because you wanted to say the words. Yeah. Well, stone stuff is good, but yes, I. Oh, I was that? I'm sorry, that was that's stone, isn't it? It's not. Rogue. Well, but that's, no, yes, that's stone arrogant bastard. They still making arrogant bastard? I don't even know if they are. I went to the Stone Brewery in uh, San Diego. It's huge. There's like seven thousand seats or some shit. Yeah, maybe Jesus. It was, maybe it was seven thousand uh, square feet of <laughs> seats. I don't remember. But they didn't have any TVs in the whole uh, place. Hmm. Good. There was all, a lot of it was outdoor. There was nobody fucking there. But <laughs> it was a huge property. I remember that. Isn't Stone the kid, like uh, the Sam Adams dude's kid? Isn't that Stone? Is it? I think so. Hmm. That's how he got it. And that was that was like the that was like the first brewery that everybody. All the like uh, everybody who runs a brewery now, yeah. Like back then, they were all like Stone, dude. Mm-hmm. Stone, yeah. Stone they were the model, the but they had all yeah. the cash in the world. Makes sense. Yeah, they have no TVs because they want you to like live life, man. I'm not mad at that. You should have a TV for the big. I mean, game. you gotta Come know, on. like, as long as you know when you go in, there's no TVs. There's like 
four different bars at that place. And mm-hmm. one of them could have a TV. Yeah. You probably don't want a bunch of drunk asshole sports fans hanging out there. It was in like a warehouse district. They, they, I feel like they needed whoever they could get. Yeah. Hanging out there. <laughs> That's a tasty beer. The rogue raspberry risk to dream. Tartlandia. Hmm. Yeah, I could drink that. That ain't bad. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the raspberry for sure. And the tart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a sour, that's a good sour beer right there. I'm for it. All right, Bo. Let's get back to hoops. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about some games. What fucking game did you watch? I saw the second half of that Chris Paul closeout game. What night was that? Uh, was that uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, maybe Tuesday? Let's see. Man, the Suns deserve to be in the finals for so many reasons. I'm so happy they made it. What a great team. And then Chris Paul, like the team was good, and then Chris Paul just like makes them over the top good. He went the fuck off. Yeah, he did. He had like I a 40-point game. Uh, Bo, you go ahead with the stats. He was he played thirty five minutes. He went seven from eight for three, sixteen twenty four from the field for forty one points, eight assists, three steals, Close four down. rebounds. Guess how many turnovers? Zero. Zero. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. it's just the he's on a short ball. he's on a short list with that stat right there. With the zero turnovers, that many points, that much. Ball handling time. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I think he's it's it's like his own list. I think that's the Chris Paul. <laughs> you know, that's the Chris Paul stat. That's the stat. Forty points, at least forty points, eight assists, shoot. I mean, what what is that? Sixteen and twenty four from the field. What is that? It's like uh sixty two percent. It's six 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 six. <laughs> Which I like a lot. So he sick. shot six, 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 six. That's that's it. Is that what it was? <laughs> six point. It's point six, 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 six. Like set, like onto infinity to seven, basically. Still not clear on what the percentage was. Sixty-six. Sixty-six. Oh, okay. <laughs> point six. I couldn't tell if you were being serious. All right. <laughs> Remember he earlier didn't miss when a you free said throw, you were good at so. math? <laughs> Do what? Did Jeff say he was good at math? Yeah, I'm good at guessing. <laughs> I guess 62. I was pretty fucking close. Was, yes, you were very... Actually, might as well be 62, but it's not... It's even better. The best number ever. Harvest is the beast. Yeah, fun game, huh? Yeah, and they won it clean, too. I mean, the... the you look at the free throw disparity, and they won. I mean, the Suns won by 27. I mean, the Suns went 7 of 11 from the stripe. Hmm. Okay. Clippers went uh, 25 of 32. Oh, <laughs> from the free throw line? Yeah. Ouch. Can't LA took 32 free throws. Can't blame the fucking the Suns refs. took 11. Yeah. Yeah. Can't blame the refs. That's just, that's just getting dominated. Yeah, that was a fun game. That was uh, the one that was just full of bullshit, like Patrick Beverly bullshit, right? 
Is that the one where you shoved Chris Paul in the back? That's what. Yeah, we were watching that game like a chump, and I missed it. And you and you like grabbed me to watch the replay. It's like, dude, look at this shit. <laughs> look at this, this idiot. animal just did. <laughs> like they they just walked past each other, and I guess there were words, but Pat Bev wasn't having it. He's too heated up and too emotional. Hey, turned around and followed him down the court and shoved him in the back. Yeah, in the back. Like he didn't grab Chris Paul by mm-hmm. the shoulder. And turn him around and then shove him. Yeah. No, he shoved him in the back. Mm-hmm. It's a bitch move. Chump. That was ridiculous. Chump. Can't even fucking fight a fair fight. Yeah. One game suspension. <sighs> One game. One game suspension. How many years are left on his deal? <laughs> <laughs> Is he in the league Does next year? he ever serve that suspension? Yeah, he's in the league next year. Now I'm thinking of Lou Williams. Lou Williams is expiring. Patrick Beverly, unrestricted free agent after next year. He's on the hook for $14 million next year. So the Clippers get him for next year. Cool. I wonder if he gets traded. Probably not. Nobody's going to want him. It's just such a bitch move. He apologized immediately, too, on Twitter. I apologize to Chris Paul. I forget exactly what he said, but it was lame. It was pretty ridiculous. Stupid. I mean, I don't want to say he's stupid. I just think it was a dumb move. It's a bitch move. You don't attack a guy from behind. Have you no honor? Let's see what else happened in that game. We saw uh, a lot of DeMarcus Cousins, right? It's so weird to see him out there and... As a diminished role player, it's it's just I can't get over it. Yeah, it is weird because he's such a huge personality still, and when you see him, it's uh, he does have an effect on the game in some respects. Like he's definitely out there, like doing shit, making moves, and he's affecting the game. We saw Cousins playing basketball in full effect that night in that game. Got the full experience. We did. It's uh, Cousins just trying to get away with shit on the court. Just trying to manipulate the refs. Mm-hmm. He does a good job at creating havoc. So very much methodically. There's a system. It's a pattern. It's definitely a pattern. It's Cousins being Cousins. I mean, for example... We came up with a little something, the uh, the DeMarcus system of fouling, for example. <laughs> when he hits Chris Paul or any goddamn player, for that matter. The DeMarcus system breaks down like this, Bo. D, demonstrate dominance. <laughs> e, execute the foul. <laughs> M, Mean mug continuously. <laughs> A. Always act surprised when the call is made. R. React for the cameras. <laughs> C. Complain to the ref. <laughs> U. Understand the call eventually. <laughs> S, 
smirk at the cameras. He's always trying to get away with something. He's always trying to influence the game in some way that involves him acting like he's done nothing wrong, <laughs> but eventually realizing that, like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the DeMarcus Cousins system of basketball. Indeed. Indeed. You got DeMarcus. He, DeMar oh. he demarcus them. He put on his best DeMarcus show. It was incredible. In that game. It was fucking hilarious. I've never seen him look so surprised. <laughs> and then eventually smirk at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. What a game, though. Go Suns. They should be in the finals for so many reasons. I don't think people will understand the magnitude of the Suns making the championship this season. And what they've been able to accomplish over the course of the season until like years later, mm -hmm. like to general public. I think a lot of people understand that it's very serious and it's just timing. And it's like, like the sun's young youth team is coming into their own. Like they went eight and zero in the bubble last year. Mm -hmm. Like they were already kind of turning the corner there, like getting serious. And then they added this like perfect relationship person like the sun's organization they added jay crowder and a few other people that have been instrumental but they have also added chris paul at like the perfect time it's like two lost souls meeting at the like perfect time in their lives and uh falling head over heels for each other and it's just everything being perfect and working perfectly like the Monte Williams, Chris Paul relationship seems to be just a love affair. Just well, they've worked together perfect. before. Yeah. They've been employees together before. <laughs> so it just seems like the perfect situation, man. And uh, James Jones deserves a lot of credit, I believe. Executive of the year. Just perfect situation. I, I'm, I'm team fucking sons, been team sons. For majority of the damn season, uh, that was Team Knicks too. But yeah, the Suns like as much as we like don't have like a lot of in Memphis appreciation for Chris Paul because mm -hmm. of what's happened over the course of Grizzlies history. Like I am actually happy for the guy. I am rooting for him. I am oh, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy for like I'll, the resurgence. The the. The kind of narrative changing on Chris Paul it started last year in Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he could have come in and just dogged it mm -hmm. in Oklahoma City, but I th I think last year he had something to prove after Houston. He was kind of yeah. He was run out of Houston. Yeah, that was bad. I well, mean, he got hurt in the playoffs. Yeah, couldn't really achieve his greatness. Couldn't uh, follow through on his promises. Yeah. Tillman Fertitta called his contract uh, the worst contract in sports, I believe. Shows how much he knows. His yeah. team's going to be in last place next year. Last place forever. <laughs> forever. Uh, they're going to yeah, be I mean, bad. They're never going to be good. They have some no. picks. No. They have some no, picks. They're, but they're going to be, it's like they're Michael Heisley. Like Michael Heisley. Michael Heisley might as well own the team. The ghost of Michael Heisley. <laughs> Chris Wallace might as well own the team. <laughs> <laughs> we could, I mean, we could look at, we could look at Houston in five, six, seven years. And we could, we could call it like the curse of Chris Paul. Curse of James Harden. Yeah. I mean, Harden <laughs> Harden wanted Westbrook instead of Paul. And then he didn't. 
I don't think that's true. I, mean, I, may, I guess maybe it is. I, I, they were so close, and then he hurt his hamstring. Mm. I don't think Harden thought it was working with Chris Paul. Yeah, because Harden didn't want to work that hard. <laughs> that's yeah. the way I see it. I don't know if it's Harden like, thinks he, it works with anybody. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he didn't want to show up to work and have Chris Paul just like, like Harden's like, wait, I'm supposed to be here at eight, but he's already sweating and taking a break and icing something. He's been here for how long? He's working how much harder than me? Nah, dog, I ain't working like that. That's the way I see it. Is it hard? Doesn't want to work that hard. Yeah, I mean, I think Chris Paul was maybe the first player that. Harden has been on a team with that held him accountable. That may very well be true. Harden's really good at being a basketball player and living the basketball player lifestyle. He's very good at that. Yeah. But when it comes down to nutting up or shutting up, ain't showed me shit. He ain't never won nothing. Now, still. I don't know. We'll see. We could look it back and uh, the Nets could win it next year. Who fucking knows? Yeah. <laughs> He's a great third option, and looks like I don't know, it's so fucking weird. Anyway, you were talking about the oh. Sun when you were talking about the Suns earlier. Adding Chris yeah. Paul, don't leave out, don't leave out Jay Crowder. No, they made great offseason moves. Yeah, Crowder was huge. They Crowder's added, gonna be huge they in added the finals. The point guard and a and Jay Crowder, who is a, I mean, the Grizzlies loved having him. That was the edge. those players loved having him in the locker room. That's the edge that they added was Crowder. Mm-hmm. Dude, Crowder was the fucking alpha on that Grizzlies team when yeah. he was here. Mm-hmm. He was the reason that everybody was confident and gung-ho and ready to go. Like Guys like that, undervalued. Mm-hmm. He was undervalued and, and traded away. Should the Grizzlies have kept, Grizzlies have kept him? They could have, but... They wanted to get something back because everybody knows he wasn't going to stay here. He was a unrestricted free agent. If, if he was going to leave, then I guess whatever. Yeah, it was the Miami deal, right? I'm assuming conversations were had with him. He wasn't, and he was like, "Hey, I'm out of here." He's you know? not trying to be like, the best player, like the alpha on the team. He's trying to be a cog in the system. Yeah. He's not trying to be the guy. He, like doesn't he was want, the guy. He doesn't want to be a vet leader on an up-and-coming team. He wants to compete no, he for wants a championship. He wants to go win. Yeah. yeah. Totally and and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Look at the fucking how funny it is. Crowder's in his back-to-back NBA finals. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Jay Crowder. <laughs> yeah. This guy is more valuable than anybody fucking realizes. He was the reason the Grizzlies came out when he was on our team, and we won game after game after game after game and fought through, like, tough, close games. He was the reason that John Moran was confident as he was coming straight out in the league. Yeah. It was so obvious. Like, he was the perfect guy to have around. But it made sense to try to get something back for him, and that's what we have is Justice Winslow. So, what else uh, happened in that game, Bo? (laughs) (laughs) We talked about the Fertitta contract, but we did not mention the contract that Fertitta has on his book for the next however many years. It's the John Wall contract. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, he criticized the Chris Ball contract, and he's got the John Wall contract. I I don't think John Wall's 
coming out that door, so to speak, mm-hmm. or coming into that whatever into this locker room. You know, he's not John Wall's not going to do anything. He's going to get them checks. Well, right, and I think he can get twenty and ten, but he can get twenty and ten in the same way that Chucky Atkins got twenty and ten for. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Memphis. The rest in peace, uh, Tony Baroni. Oh, <laughs> yeah. TB Senior. Yeah, Tony Baroni Senior. Yeah. And then in my other notes, you know, just that Chris Paul won that won that series, closing out the Clippers in LA. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah, first of all, the Clippers. Yeah, we made the conference finals, but we lost to Chris Paul, who's going to the finals. And you had Chris Paul. Okay. Right. <laughs> You could have got rid of Blake and kept Chris, which I understand. I think that's from a team building standpoint. You don't. Well, not only did they get rid of Blake, Chris, but they also got rid of Doc Rivers. <laughs> what it if did. they? What if they got rid of Doc and Blake and kept Chris? Who knows? That's right. Who fucking knows? And then the other thing that's obvious is that Harden was banged up with the hamstring, and Chris Paul wasn't, and Harden's. Harden's not in the finals, but Chris Paul sure is. Oh, right. <laughs> it's that damn hamstring. The Chris Chris Paul, James Harden hamstring. You know, it's kind of it's kind of like you, you... That's why you always go for it, is you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And when the Suns got signed, like traded for Chris Paul and signed Crowder, I, you know, I was like, oh, Crowder's a nice piece, and Chris Paul's going to really be great for the the growth of Booker and Aiton and you kind of have the Crowder, Paul, Aiton, Booker core like they're going to mm-hmm. you know go to the second round of the playoffs and have a chance to advance to the conference finals that's, that's kind of what I thought to myself is that they're a contender but they're not going to go to the finals mm-hmm. but here they are here they but are the, injuries help them along the way other teams injuries yeah and I, you know I thought you know, someone's going to run into a Kawhi Leonard buzzsaw, or mm-hmm. I thought that the Nuggets were going to be healthier than they were. Mm-hmm. And Fair enough. Utah as and, well. Utah. And, and, and then, and the, not to mention Utah, who I picked to go to the finals they to get swept by Brooklyn. Fell apart. Well, uh, Utah just like, man, they just fell apart. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that. But Breakdown. I don't I, think Donovan was healthy. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And Paul was. Yeah, and that's no slight on anybody. Oh, Paul played through injuries too. That's true. This has been a fun run. Uh, anything mm-hmm. on the Hawks Bucks side? On my end, I, I was I did not watch. I was going to watch the Bucks Hawks that closeout game, and by the time my night had settled down, it was already like a twenty-five point game or whatever. So I didn't turn it on. Atlanta won one game last week. Milwaukee won two games last week. I watched the fourth game, I guess. It was the Tuesday game. No Trey Young. And that was the Giannis injury game. I watched a little bit of all the games, but that was the one I paid the most attention to. And it, and it was just Giannis with the injury. Another playoff injury. It was a blowout game. Yeah, but the Giannis injury didn't didn't swing that game. They were already down. Yeah, I thought Milwaukee was kind of wearing Atlanta down, and of course Atlanta won the very next game to even the series two two. 
But I think they were getting worn down early in that series. Atlanta's just not, like, tested. They have not been through this mm-hmm. like Milwaukee has. Right. Most of those Milwaukee players. Same. I felt the same way with the with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Right. You got to get your heart broken. Yeah, you got to go through it. And sometimes you go through it over and over and over like Paul George. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Bucks and Suns. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good series, I think. What are we thinking? Seven games? Six games? Sweet? Suns, Suns fans are saying in four. Yeah, Obviously. Suns would say four. Mm-hmm. That guy. I think um, based on what I saw, limitedly what I saw with the Bucks playing without Giannis, so the, the team being more spread out mm-hmm. and not, you know, you know, Giannis controlling the ball and clogging the paint. Mm-hmm. If the team's more spread out, I, I would think even without Giannis, I would think that the Bucks could win at least two games. Yeah. I agree. The first two home games, I think the Bucks will win those. That's why I think it goes six. The Bucks win their home games. Phoenix has home court. They do? Yeah. I think Phoenix wins the first two. Milwaukee wins the next two. And then Phoenix wins the next two. Six. What's what's the finals format, though? Two, two, one, one, one. Okay. It could easily go seven. Everybody just wins at home. It's not that far-fetched. Yeah, there is. So there is one day separating games one and two. Mm -hmm. So in Phoenix, they play Tuesday, Thursday, Mm -hmm. Sunday, Wednesday. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. Thank you. (laughs) One game separating uh, games one and two, or one day separating games one and two. So it's game, day off, game, two days off, game, two days off, game. So there's an extra day in Milwaukee in between games. Two days off before they go back to Phoenix. Two days off before they go back to Milwaukee. And then one day off before game seven Hmm. back in Phoenix. So yeah, two two days off between each game except for uh, in between games one and two and in between games six and seven. It's going to take three weeks. That's a mighty long time. If it goes to but seven. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> if it goes to seven, that's like three weeks, mm. two and a half weeks. Yeah, it's forever. <laughs> mm, two weeks. Yeah, we only have three games per week, essentially. So, yeah, if it goes seven, it could take over two weeks. Dang. Basketball into August, basically. They always drag these fucking finals out, mm. man. They drag it the fuck out. It's like, why aren't you just playing every other day like normal? Mm-hmm. Like, why does the schedule fucking change? Yeah. There is unfortunately not a game the night that we will all be in studio. That's okay. Hopefully. It's probably we'll for the be best. If, if Bo's not down in Mississippi driving the truck. That's right. So it's probably for the best because, you know, it's really hard to concentrate on the podcast and the game at the same time. <laughs> well, we're getting a little late on time. What else? Uh, what else you guys want? What else you got on uh, anything else on Milwaukee, Atlanta here? 
is I guess my question is is Atlanta real? Like are they what are they gonna do next year? I think they're real. They gotta sign John Collins. It'll be interesting to see what he gets. He wanted to get traded now. He's like, nah, dog, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you guys made the conference finals. Yeah, yeah man. man. He's, yeah, he's young and he's on a he's on a conference finals team in Atlanta. They were gonna lose <laughs> Lou Williams. He wants to retire there now. <laughs> I want to live in Atlanta forever. Is that it? Uh, yeah. Grab the last tiny bomb. You're gonna have to go get one of those funky fat tires. You guys are gonna have to go across the bridge in Arkansas, in Arkansas and get some hams. That's not an easy trick these days. That's what I hear. Old I forty bridges. Shut the fuck down. It's Biden's fault. Well, I mean, it's probably who neglected it for the last four years' fault. <laughs> Our president of the United States neglected the I-40 Memphis-Arkansas bridge for four so years. Who neglected it for the past 40 years? It's, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> most likely 30 to 40 years of <laughs> neglecting the infrastructure Just kidding. in this country, which was clearly Joe Biden. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because he's a career politician, mm-hmm. not like Trump. Trump's a businessman. Businessman. Yeah, he has the contractors that that bitch. They're fixed. Trump's contractors are fixing it right now. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get paid all, a lot of money. That contract is totally getting paid. That's right. Um. Tuesday, anyway, back Thursday, back, Sunday. Back to hams and beer and the Hawks. So you think they'll make the second round next year? In the East. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. Uh, Lou Williams. You think he's gone? Where's he going? He gone to the highest bidder. He the Knicks. He can't leave Atlanta. That's true. He's gonna, he's under house arrest. <laughs> well, dude, he's got a <laughs> what? No, I'm kidding. I just made that up. He's got a he's he's got his own hot wings at Magic City. That's true. They named the hot wing flavor after the, the wings are not going anywhere. All right. But Lou Williams is. He's off the books. John Collins, I assume they'll just max him the fuck out. They're losing solo. I think solo's losing Atlanta. Let's get real. <laughs> They're losing Tony Snell. <laughs> it's gonna be Gallo, Bogdanovich, Capella. It's a lot of the same guys. Hunter. Trey. Solo's going to be an assistant coach in Memphis next year. It's going to be hard. So, no, he's not. University of Memphis. <laughs> um, it's going to be hard to keep the momentum going. There's going to be a lot of headhunters next year for Atlanta, too. There's going to be teams looking to just beat the shit out of them. They don't think they're that good. They're going to have a target you, on their back. You are correct. They are going to want to smoke their asses. Yeah, everybody's going to be coming for Atlanta next year, especially in the East. Yeah, and Trey Young's not going to be able to walk backwards into a, a foul. That's true. Right. They're, changing, they're changing the rules. This, they're, might, they're this, may, have been, this may have been Trey Young's last shot at the finals. <laughs> Team's on the come up. Philly's not going anywhere. Miami's not going anywhere. Brooklyn, Boston could be a easily turn it around the knicks are coming up the pacers the bulls nobody fucking knows the wizards nobody fucking knows hey, the, the hornets, have a, have the hornets could now. be next year's atlanta what yeah 
What? I said the Pacers have a coach now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are at least eight good teams in the East for next year. It's going to be a tough road for everybody trying to get in the playoffs. I would say as many as 12 playoff teams in the East for next year. Well, there can't be 12 playoff teams yeah, in the East. There are, though. There's going to be 12 teams trying to make the playoffs okay. in the East <laughs> next year. There's 12 teams that deserve to be in the playoffs next year that are going to be fighting for it. Let's say Bucks, Celtics, Nets, Hawks, Heat, Philly, New York, Indiana, Chicago, or Washington. Pick one. And then you have the Raptors, who nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. And then you have the Hornets, who it's hard to count out. The only teams you really can count out is Cleveland, Orlando, and Detroit, I feel like. So there's at least, what, nine or ten? I think you can count out Chicago. I don't think so. I'm not counting them out with Zach Levine. Nope. They're going to be a team. Chicago's going to be a team that when they're playing Atlanta, they're like, let's go beat Atlanta. That's what I think. I don't think you can cut them out. You think Chicago's going to suck? I mean, do you think Zach Levine's going to be there? Yeah. After the trade deadline? Yeah. I do. I think he's too valuable. I mean, fucking um, James Harden was valuable. <laughs> like, Yeah. I don't know. What's Chicago? Like, what is... Okay, okay. Let's go back. You want you want to talk about Chicago? <laughs> Let's you go back. You want to talk about Chicago now? Let's go back. What would be Chicago's motive for trading Zach Levine? To go full rebuild? Yes. After they just doubled down on trading assets to win now. So now Was they, now they reverse successful? it. Now they reverse it. I don't know. I think they try to build on what they have, Chicago. I don't think they're looking to go Oh, it didn't work one year. Let's uh th- let's blow it up. Maybe. Are they selling? I haven't heard that they were selling. I mean, I haven't heard anything cuz I'm not clued in, but 90 people were shot in Chicago over uh, 4th of July weekend. Yeah, that happens. Holy shit. Chicago's a crazy place, man. Yeah, but how many of those people were asking for it? (laughs) 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 I'm just, I'm not sold. I was very disappointed in what happened after the trade deadline this season. Zach Levine would be expiring. Yep. They're, everyone's expiring, except for Vucevic. What does that tell you? That the Bulls, the year after next, have $37 million on the books? You think they're going full rebuild? You might be onto something here. I just, that, like I said, I'm just, I'm just not convinced. I'm not convinced they know what they're doing. Well, they have new management and new coaching. Yeah, and what happens there? They, they want to build their own team. They want to start over. Yeah. You see it all the time. Why'd they get rid of uh, Wendell Carter Jr. and take on Vucevic? They thought they thought that they had a shot at making the playoffs, and it failed. They took on Tice, who's expiring. Mm-hmm. Garrett Temple's expiring. They got a lot of expiring deals over the next two years. It's everybody. 
It's everyone. Except for Vooch, right? Except for Vooch. And then the other two guys that would be left are team options. And they're like, oh, we got Vooch. He's used to. It's like Kobe he's White. He's used to being good on a bad team. We'll it's, Kobe, on him. it's Kobe White, a $7 million team option. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Chicago's a big, big question mark. All right. So we take them out of the playoffs. Thank F- you. Fine. <laughs> I forgot where we were doing here. We have to end this show. So that brings us to eight instead of nine playoff teams in the East. Wizards? Not buying the Wizards either. Come on. Russell Westbrook, Mm -hmm. who got them to the playoffs this year? Not buying. I don't know what they're going to do for a coach. Yeah, they still need a coach. They do. A lot of unanswered questions there. A lot of unanswered questions in Toronto, too. Hornets? You're not buying? I'll buy the Hornets. I'm more likely to buy the Hornets than I am Chicago or Washington. I'm in on Washington, not Chicago. After looking, I don't know. Chicago could double down and and keep building. We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It does look like they're lining it up to just blow it up, though, after next year. Wizards, Raptors, Hornets would make it 11. Yeah, I'm taking the Hornets out of that group, and that's it. You're taking them to make? Yeah. You're talking about a Raptors team without Kyle Lowry. Okay, so what was the point of all this? And they're probably going to trade Siakam. The point of all of this was... Wiggins? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Toronto. They want Wiggins. Because he's Canadian. Mm -hmm. The point of this (laughs) is is that getting into the playoffs is not in the East is not just going to be a given next year, right? I think I successfully argued against that. You didn't. I'm counting at least 11 playoff (laughs) eligible teams. Pacers, I'm counting the Wizards in. Okay. Because they made it this year. Go ahead. (laughs) And the Raptors are like a maybe. And the Hornets, a maybe. But even if you count the Wizards out and the Hornets in, it's still more than eight teams. What was the point? We were saying, like, Bo, what did you say? The Hawks make it past the second round next year? That's my measure, yes. And I said they did because be they're in the East. Be tough. And you said no. <laughs> Is that how I because said it? Because Chicago. <laughs> no, I said, there's 12, I said there's 12 playoff teams in the yes. East. There's not. Maybe not. Maybe there's 11 or 10. I can admit when I'm wrong. I was... Dude, I didn't even look at the teams when I said it. I was like, it felt like 12. <laughs> I think it's closer to 8 or 9. Watch the Cavaliers just fuck everything <laughs> up and make the playoffs next year. I'll be so fucking happy. They make the conference finals. Yeah. I'll be like, Kevin oh, Ball yeah. The MVP of the league. And Atlanta doesn't even make the playoffs? Yes. And Chicago does? <laughs> 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 you better pray to Jesus oh. when you go to bed tonight that the Bulls <laughs> suck next year. <laughs> just Jalen Green's getting yeah. It's Jalen Green, MVP. Colin Sexton, and Garland. Mm-hmm. The three of those guys are getting like fucking eighty a game. <laughs> yeah, we're sitting here acting like Cleveland and Detroit don't have top three draft picks that could. And Toronto's top four draft pick. You like you can't get a team changing player, a franchise changing player in a top four. 
It's possible. It is. We shall see. And we will watch. And, and we, we will, will enjoy. We will revisit. We will we will realize that there are twelve playoff teams <laughs> in the East <laughs> next year. <laughs> are we ready to go? Anything else you guys want to talk about? What's next week? Anything? Uh, I will not be here next week. I heard Seth Curry is uh, getting traded to Atlanta. They're going to try to do a Splash Bros thing. Oh, yeah? No. Mm. I was, You're not here next week? Vanelli didn't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> next week, Brian is off. I guess we'll have to bury you. Mm-hmm. Bo, you'll be here. I will be here. I'm going to talk to Pat about getting him on. Yeah, let's call it. Let's call it a, let's call it right. a day. Uh, thank you, Brian, for being here. Anytime. Go Bulls. <laughs> thank you, Bo, for joining virtually. Appreciate you, buddy. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope everybody had a good 4th of July. Enjoy y'all summers. Stand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.